This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Now, on the show today, we're going to be talking about digital agility. And we're talking about digital agility because a recent study by Workday showed that almost 80% of organisations in Malaysia are lagging in terms of digital agility. But what exactly is digital agility and why is it pivotal for sustainable business growth? And what can organisations in Malaysia do to raise their game. Well, to talk to us about this, I have online with me today, Sandeep Sharma, President of Workday in Asia. Sandeep, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Audrey. I'm so glad to be here with you today. So Sandeep, uh, just to kick things off, uh, I too need to understand what is digital agility and, and why is this important? Audrey, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, and I think in today's environment, digital agility is absolutely a critical must-have for all organizations. You might have heard a term, I'll introduce a new term to you called VUCA, V-U-C-A. And uh, in today's environment where there's volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, whether it's the, the war in Russia, whether it's the economy, what's happening in China, the COVID pandemic, Organizations are getting a lot of pivot points. They're facing this uncertainty, and in these pivot points, they have to decide how they are going to react to it. And they don't have a lot of time to react. Things just change in an instant. Borders are closed, or the economy tanks, hiring plans change, merger and acquisitions happen. So digital agility is the ability of an organization to cope with these changes around them in a manner that allows them to not just cope, but to actually take advantage of these changes around them. So mm-hmm. think about this. Uh, I'll, I'll try to make it very simple. Uh, you've probably listened to songs, for example, and you've gone to some live concerts and there's an orchestra playing in front of you. And and they have 10 practice songs that they, they are belting out and you're listening to these 10 songs. And then all of a sudden, someone in the audience says, hey, listen, play this song for me, and you've never, the, 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 the band has never heard this song before. Now, the question is, how quickly can that band play that song? Mm. They've just heard the song for the first time. And so Digital Agility says, just imagine this band getting all the information about the song in real time. They're already connected, they get the information, and they can start playing within a few seconds, as opposed to taking a few days. In today's environment, taking a few days, taking a few weeks, taking a few months could be the difference between life and death for an organization. It allows competitors who are more digitally agile to pull ahead. I hope that clarifies why digital agility, what it means and why it's so important for organizations. Yeah, so I'm just wondering if this is something that has uh, come about post-pandemic or as we transition into endemicity or is digital agility something that we were already talking about before COVID struck? Uh, It was something we were talking about always, but it has come into sharper focus post-pandemic because what has happened is many businesses have shut down and many business models have changed. Many companies have had to pivot on a dime to change their business models. And all of this 
has been underpinned by how agile companies are, whether they survived or they went under. And so it's come under sharper focus after the pandemic. And actually what has happened is this VUCA environment around us is just causing organizations to constantly adapt. What used to be previously, you make a plan once a year. It's no longer once a year. It's no longer once every half year. It's no longer once a quarter. It is uncertain. You might have to get up tomorrow morning and deal with a completely new reality compared to where things are even today. So it has come into sharper focus and the world around us is getting more complex, more uncertain. And organizations have to figure out how to deal with this uncertainty with agility. So Sandeep, I understand that the 2022 study by Workday on digital agility showed that um, 79% of organizations in Malaysia are lagging uh, in, in terms of digital agility. Um, can you tell us more about why, why this is uh, and also give us some key highlights from um, that study as well? Yeah, so you're right. Uh, and it was actually a little surprising. We were expecting Malaysia to, to be a little bit ahead compared to the last time we did the study, which was in 2020. Mm. And so in this study, we looked at nine different markets in Asia Pacific, nine different markets. Malaysia was one of them. And across those nine different markets in 15 different industry sectors like Internet uh, based services or FSI or healthcare. We, we rated about 800 uh, respondents who were giving us information across these nine different countries. And, and unfortunately, Malaysia is at the seventh position in those nine. And mm. for the last two years, it has stayed in that seventh position. So in 2020, when we did this study, it was in the seventh position and it stayed in the seventh position uh, in the 2022 study also. And so from our, our perspective, um, when we look at digital agility, we, we look at four different dimensions in, in terms of how organizations are measured in, in terms of their digital agility. The first one is the culture of the organization. The second dimension is the, the people and the capabilities of the people. The third dimension is the processes that they are using. And the fourth dimension is technology. Right. And so across these four dimensions, we are able to analyze based on the responses provided by organizations and therefore the country itself as to what its digital agility is. And Malaysia stayed at the uh, at the seventh position. It did make a little bit of gain, just a, a sm small gain, but it wasn't enough to, to move it up in the top position in the 2022 study was Australia, which gained two points, uh, two positions to come up to the number one position. And it actually pushed down Singapore and New Zealand uh, from the 2022 study. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in Thailand right now. Uh, Thailand is in the number eight position, uh, nine position. It's at the bottom of the, the stack. And, you know, clearly there is a lot of room to, to have the, the, the country grow in terms of digital agility. And I think it's a, it's a reflection of the fact that post-pandemic organizations, while they have made progress, there is still a lot of room to grow. Overall, at the Asia-Pacific and Japan level, we have seen an 18% point gain in terms of agility. So the number which is 80% for Malaysia, at the Asia-Pacific level, that number is 60%, for example. Right? I'm just rounding numbers off. It's 60%. And so we have seen that get better for Asia-Pacific as an overall region. But for Malaysia in general, the position has, even though it's improved slightly, it still has a lot of ways to go. 80% of the organizations are still got room to improve in this area. 
Okay, so what do we have so to do then? You know, um, how can organizations here drive digital agility um, across the operations? So, well, what, what do they need to do? Where do we begin? Yeah, so the first thing I think is for the organization leadership team to understand that agility is no longer a buzzword, it's a must. And this means the office of the CIO, the CHRO, and the CFO, together with the CEO, truly understanding that this is no longer a, a nice to have, it is a must. And once they, they have this understanding very deeply ingrained, and it's across industries, by the way, this is not just to look at some industries, it's across industries, it's a matter of survival. Once a leadership team understands the fact that this is a must have, then the question is how do they put a plan in place to execute? And so typically, if you're just saying, okay, I need to do something in this area, many organizations feel, oh my God, how do we embark on this journey? So it is important for organizations and the leaders to realize that they're not alone. There are many other companies which have started down this journey already that they can look to. For example, in Malaysia, Maxis is, is one of the companies uh, which is a, a leading uh, operator, digital services provider in the country, and they started on a digital agility journey long time ago. So they can look to organizations like this to, to understand how they have gone down a journey of digital agility. They can talk to companies like Workday, which have enabled close to 10,000 organizations globally to go down the digital agility journey. And so it's along those four dimensions, leveraging the best practices in the industry to make it a priority to execute. And what we have seen is at the Asia Pacific level, the fact that we have had an 18% increase in just two years, the factor which has contributed the most to it is the adoption of technology, is moving to a as-a-service model. And so moving from legacy calcified systems, which don't give you that agility, to a, a modern platform which is running in the cloud and can be juiced up as your needs require it. Right. So I think that's what the, the, the recognition, the realization, and then the execution of that becomes critical. All right. Uh, I have so many more questions for you, Sandeep, but we're going to need to take a quick break for some messages. When we come back, we dive into the challenges that Malaysian organizations face when it comes to digital agility, all that and more happening with Sandeep Sharma from Workday. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Frothy Mocha, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj, online with me today. Coming all the way from Thailand, uh, I have Sandeep Sharma, President of Workday in Asia, and we are talking about digital agility. So before the break, uh, Sandeep, you were talking to us about how organisations here can get started when it comes to driving digital agility across across their operations. Uh, but I think, can we just backtrack a little? Because I, I realised that I didn't really ask you about some of the challenges that Malaysian businesses face when it comes to uh, digital agility um, and, you know, how this kind of ties with uh, digital transformations that they may have um, gone through, you know, uh, during the pandemic. 
Yeah, so I, I think there are so many challenges, but at, at the most fundamental level, uh, you imagine that an organization has employees in it. The organization is not just the buildings, it's based with employees. And in a digital first, digital only environment, the skills that employees need to possess to thrive, to support a digital agile, digitally agile environment, those skills are critical for their development. So one of the big challenges that organizations face is the fact that they lack skills, for example, right? And that by itself is not a problem because you can rely on market leaders like Workday, other companies like Maxis, like uh, Sime Darby, for example, in Malaysia, that they can turn to and say, how have you gone down this journey, right? So that's the first part, to, to kind of understand and to identify what skills need to be built in the organization. Right. Historically, the lack of that understanding and the lack of skills to transform has been the biggest challenge in the in the face of how organizations move towards a more digitally ready organization. Mm. Now, also, before the break, you were talking to us about, you know, first steps being when the CIO, the CHRO, the CFO and the CEO coming together in order to recognize that agility is important. So, you know, across these four major functions, where do you see digital investments coming in? And maybe we can talk like in terms of these four specific functions. So IT related, um, finance related, HR related. Um, what kind of tech would you suggest? Uh, where, where would they begin? What kind of digital investments would you recommend? So the first thing is uh, absolutely looking at how do you have the IT architecture become more agile by moving it from legacy calcified on-premise platforms to the cloud. Hmm. The whole world has moved to the cloud or moving to the cloud. And so if you're not already in that journey to move to the cloud and the moving to the cloud is not just about taking your on-prem systems and just moving them to a data center. That is not what moving to the cloud means because it's just like moving mess from point A to point B. That doesn't make you digitally agile. It might change your architecture from where the applications are running, but it doesn't fundamentally alter what's going on. So from a CIO's perspective, the first thing is to identify how you move from an on-prem to an on-cloud architecture, which fundamentally changes the business processes to build in Agility brings in an analytics layer which allows you to analyze the data and basically takes the plan, execute, and analyze cycle for the whole company to become more agile. So typically, companies are focused only on execute. And what they have to do is take a step back and say it's not just about executing because what you're executing to is undergoing fast pivots because of the planning changing. And once you replan, the execution has to follow, and the analysis of the data has to inform how you replan again. So that entire cycle is changing in a much more agile fashion for the CIO to recognize that together with the, the HR department, the CHRO, and the finance department, the CFO, so that they can actually leverage data across the entire enterprise to help drive their strategy, their planning cycles in an agile manner. Right, so the, the interconnection is quite important. Think about the, the analogy that I use of the orchestra. Mm. If, if the different people who are playing the, the band, if they are not rapidly communicating with each other, looking at each other, in sync with each other, you will not hear the tune. 
So the tune is not just the responsibility of one of those players. It's the responsibility of them coming together to create that symphony. The only thing is, it, this used to happen before also. These, uh, these executives are talking to each other, but now they have to be in sync. It's no longer about running your own IT agenda, or running your own HR agenda, and running your own finance agenda. Digital agility means that they have to all be together, constantly mm -hmm. in sync. Right. Now, Sandeep, uh, I think this is something that we've heard over the last few years. When it comes to digital transformation, the biggest stumbling block, is, it's not the processes, it's not the technology, it's always the people. So um, for the HR department itself, you know, HR-related issues, um, how can HR leaders basically prepare themselves better uh, for the new ways of, of working and incorporating digital agility and getting the people on board? Yeah, getting the people on board, uh, that process starts, Audrey, right from when the companies are engaging with the brand, even before joining the company. Mm. Right. So, And today, if you want to be digital ready, you're hiring millennials, you're hiring Gen Zs, you're reskilling existing employees who may be multi-generational in nature. So understanding that a digital future, a digital present requires you to understand where your employees are in that continuum. So the analytics to understand not just the entire employee base, but an employee in individual, you cannot be leveraging analysis which is across the entire organization. It has to be tailored to an individual, to understand an individual in the organization. So HR teams were historically, they were dealing with a, a complete population. I got a thousand employees, 2000 employees. It's not good enough. Hmm. You have to tailor strategies down to an individual leveraging analytics to ensure that that individual has the power to power his own his or her own journey through the organization leveraging analytics which is delivered in a self-service manner so employees do not have to realize or, or rely on their manager or hr to develop themselves they have to have the ability in a self-service environment to understand themselves what sort of future path I can take through the organization? What sort of skills do I need to develop? What opportunities are available for me to develop those skills as opposed to relying on others? Audrey, when you, when you want to see a movie, you're not relying on just your parents' recommendation or your children's recommendation. You just go to Netflix and you say, this is what I want to watch. And by the way, Netflix is also a workday customer. They're agile. And, and one of the ways they do it is by adopting capabilities that drive that agility for them. Right. And when they when they moved to, to work day, they had calcified 11 systems, different systems, kind of talking to each other, trying to get things done would take long. And they decided to move that entire uh, HR and finance platform onto Workday. Right. And so it, it impacts us as consumers. We see them as an agile brand and Netflix employees also see them as an agile brand because they can power their journey through the analytics that the company delivers to them. I'm curious, Sandy, what kind of technology can you leverage on, you know, to, in order to provide that kind of customization or personalization at scale for your employees? What kind of tech are we talking about here? We are, we are talking again about modern machine learning, which is operating at a scale of data, which allows you to create insights which are actionable not just about giving some sort of insight that you just say, and I say, that's interesting, but you can't do anything about that insight. It's about taking action. So 
for example, if you're an employee in an organization and you want to know what your next step is in that organization, can you actually leverage analytics to understand that people who were in the same position as me before, 60% of them did this next, 30% of them did that next. And if, I, if one of those paths is interesting for me and I go look at that path and it says, okay, given your current skills, these are the three skills that you need to, to pick up to qualify better for that next step that you're planning in your journey. And oh, by the way, for these skills that you need, here are some gigs that the company is offering. And if you do this gig, not only do you help the company benefit because they don't have to hire externally, but you also develop a skill to take the next step. And by doing that, you engage the employee more, you reduce external hiring because now the employee has contributed to a need, which historically you might have had to go externally to hire someone. And you've also retained the employee longer because they are now thinking about what next step they take in the journey. And oh, by the way, they've also developed skills which are relevant for where the organization needs to go. So you can see how the entire story comes together in terms of putting the employee at the center of their own journey through the organization. Now, Sandeep, before I let you go, uh, I just want to come back to the digital agility survey done by Workday. Malaysia ranked seven out of the nine markets surveyed for that study. Um, Australia, Singapore, New Zealand were the top three. What is it going to take for Malaysia to get up there? Uh, what needs to be done? And do you have any advice for organizations here in Malaysia on how they can raise their game so that we can achieve that top three status? I, I think Malaysia is very much on the right track. Uh, just an acceleration in terms of technology adoption to move to the cloud uh, is going to be critical. That's kind of only one part of it because we mentioned the four dimensions. So technology adoption has created the biggest impact at the Asia Pacific uh, level from the study. That's what we found between the, the 2020 and the 2022 study. So definitely technology adoption to move to the cloud is going to be quite critical. That's going to impact the agility of the processes, which is going to impact the capability of the people, which is going to impact the culture of the company. So the culture of the company becomes digital ready. It's not just something that the C-suite is thinking. It's the fundamental culture. You build those skills ground up into the organization so that everyone's thinking about how the company survives in a digital environment. Right. And so my advice would be that please don't think that you're alone in this journey. Don't try to solve the problem yourself. Look at the case studies that you have in the country of other organizations, because the good news in that statistic that you just shared, uh, Audrey, is that 20 percent are leaders in the in the country and 80 percent are lagging. But they can look to the leaders, not just in Malaysia, but in the region globally and to technology providers like Workday to help them on that journey so that they're not alone. They might feel that, oh, you know, how do I swim? I've never swum before and I'm going to sink. But you're going to have a coach with you, either the, the case studies that you have locally or expert swimmers like Workday. Sandeep, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you very much, Audrey. It's been a pleasure and I wish you good health in the days ahead. Great to see you recovering from COVID so quickly. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, Sandeep. I've been speaking with Sandeep Sharma, President of Workday in Asia. If you missed out on any part of the show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the brand new BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. My name is Audrey Raj. Thank you for joining us on Resource Center, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.